Come on, y'all. Y'all can do better than that. Y'all can do better than that. Come on. It ain't got to be Beyonce or AJC. Y'all can do better than that for Jesus. Come on, say. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Good morning, saints. Before I get started, we want to thank God for the gifts that was given in the offering. We want to thank every giver. We want to bless the Lord with our giving at all times. His praises shall continually be in our mouths. I come not to do no better preaching than anyone else. But I come to share the word of God, the word that will give us strength, the word that will protect us from seen and unseen dangers. For some of you who don't know, this is my daughter walking up front. This is Minister Vanika Armstrong. She's here to support. She's here to receive. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. I see a few of my friends, Henry Holland, 
my sister-in-law, Vicki Couch, my mother, Mother Bumpus, Daddy Bumpus, my niece, Frida, First Lady, Bishop. We getting ready to go to the throne. Ready to show God that we're not only hearers, but we're doers of the word. As He speaks, we will follow, we will obey, we will teach, we will preach, we will walk in the authority that God has given us. For the word of God is telling us to stand strong. In order to stand strong, you got to ask yourself, Who am I? Who am I? And whose am I? Let us. Father God in heaven, Lord, I come to you thanking you today. Thanking you, dear God, for choosing to wake me this morning. Thanking you, dear God, for allowing me to stand here before you and try to preach your holy word. Thanking you, dear God, for life, the abundance of life. Thanking you for joy, peace, for your faithfulness, for your forgiveness, for your patience for your kindness and your love. For, Father God, what you've done with your son, Jesus, on the cross for me, I can never give you enough. I can never do enough for him sacrificing his life, dying for my sins. But, Lord, I want to say thank you. I want to praise you, and I want to honor you in the name of Jesus the Christ. To all my friends, my family members, I want you to pray for me. God's word is inexhaustible. I don't care how many people get up here, you can never exhaust the word of God. I'm going to be coming from Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. If you have your Bibles with me. They're going to have it posted up on the screen. Don't just look at the words and run through them, but let them marinate in your minds and in your hearts because I'm aiming a little high today. We're going to talk about who the enemy is. And you know when you start dealing with your enemies, it's a fight. And the fight is dirty. So in order to win, you're going to have to have something to stand on. And we're standing on the word of God. We're going to fight this fight, and we're going to win. No matter what you've been through, think you might go through, as long as you hold on to the word of God, you're going to get through it with power. You're going to find out that after you do everything that the word of God has told you to do, then you're going to do something. That's so amazing. God is going to tell you to do something. You might look around and say, what? Is that all? Is that all? Follow me. Follow me. Verse 10. Ephesians 6, 10. Finally. And when you hear the word finally, it means that something was said before this. Ephesians, in the book of Ephesians, it teaches all of us how to live, how to conduct ourselves, how to behave. It teaches respect, not only for 
children to respect their parents, but parents to respect their children. It teaches about employers. Employers, don't be a slave-driven employer. Don't treat your employees wrong. And it teaches employees to respect employers. Just a little bit of what's before finally in Ephesians 6. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wells of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual weakness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand, to withstand the evil in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins gird about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shunned with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Finally, verse 18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto all perseverance and supplication for all saints. What I just read to you is instructions to put on the whole armor of God. What is the armor of God? The word of God. Not my word, not your word. God's word given to us to use so that we can survive every attack on our life. Because remember, this is a fight. If you haven't been in a fight, you don't know anything about fighting, but I've had many. And my old win every last one of them. So that means if they fought dirty, I fought dirtier. Okay? Because remember, this is a battle. Paul, the writer Paul, he was in prison when he wrote this. It tells us something. No matter where you are, you got to always be about your father's business. You got to represent him whether you're in prison or on your job. You can't represent him in your own strength, which means you can't use your own words and your own strength to fight this warfare. This warfare is spiritual, which means if, if, if you know a little bit about the Bible, Satan come from heaven. He was created with worship. He was created in such an awesome way Oh my God, I always would, I love, I would love to be able to sing. But he denied himself and decided that he wanted to be above God and he wanted to be worshiped. That's dangerous. That's very dangerous. So, Jesus came, just taking us a little, giving us a little bit. Jesus came, lived for 33 years. Not to abolish the law, but to fulfill the law for us. He came to be a sacrifice for us. And that's what he did on the cross. He went to the cross. He 
He hung. He bled. He suffered. He suffered. He suffered hard. And then they took him down. He was buried. And on the third day, he got up. God raised him up. And now he sits at, on the throne next to God. Well, it don't stop there. Before he ascended into heaven, Satan was still in heaven, if you didn't know. He was still in heaven. He was in heaven telling God how worthless we are, how we are no good. Look at them. They don't obey nothing you say. They do everything they want to do the way they want to do it. Look at them, and yet you love them. You send your son to suffer for them. Well, when Jesus got there, the angels kicked Satan out. He got kicked out. He's already defeated. Now, if you, you know, like bullies, most time bullies are defeated people, okay? They find people to side with them to make them feel big so that they can pick on somebody else. And that's what the devil is doing right now. He had took one-third of the angels from heaven. They were in agreement with him. Can you imagine that? He took what God created for himself. They bowed down to him. They decided that because God has given all of us free will, that means that we can pick and choose what we want to do. He didn't take the free will from us. He allowed us to make decisions, to do this, to stop doing that, to go here, to come there. But the problem is, is when we pick and choose in the wrong things. The problem is, is when we run into trouble and we, we, we don't know how to fight. We think that it's a worldly battle, but it's a spiritual thing. Wicked forces in high places. I don't know anybody in here that will go up to the White House and stand up to President Trump in your own strength. Mm-mm. You better not. I don't know anybody in here and attack the police department in your own strength. Don't do that. Don't do that. When you talk about a war, because it's spiritual warfare, when you talk about a war, before you go to the war, you got to be prepared to fight. And the reason why we're losing so much is because we don't have on the right armor. We haven't been taught how to fight. We haven't been taught what, what each piece of the armor represents. We just look at it, grab it, got 10 bullets, don't even know which one go in which gun. Because we're so anxious to do, and we're not anxious to learn. Well, today, we're going to learn how to fight the enemy. We're going to learn how to use the weapons for the warfare that we're facing right now. We're gonna learn how to pray for the people that we know are struggling in their minds. And instead of us saying they're crazy, we're gonna learn how to pray that spirit out of them. We're gonna learn to pray for the homeless people out on the corner begging. We're gonna learn that we have power in prayer. When you pray in relationship with God, says our father which art in heaven we don't pray to our mothers we pray to our father
Father in heaven. We don't pray to our job. We pray to our Father in heaven. We don't pray to our friends. We pray to our Father in heaven. That's what the word is teaching us. How do we respond in such dark days? How do we deny ourselves to get lined up with the will of God? How do we put on this armor? How do we do it? What does the armor represent? Why do we need it? Spiritual weakness in high places. Spiritual wickedness in high places. Not fleshly. So if you're angry or bitter at somebody that you see, in the wrong direction, in the wrong person, it's do spiritual things fleshly. You have to learn how to do it according to the word of God says. I can talk about the word of God says. The word of God says. And every word. In the word of God, we must put it on. We may not use every word today, but tomorrow you might face an enemy that you're going to have to have the word of God to knock down. That enemy might be on your job, and you're going to have to know how to stand on your job and look that enemy in the face and say, I trust in the Lord with all my heart. I'm not going to lead to my own understanding, but I'm going to stand and I'm going to stand strong and say, you're not doing this to me. You're not doing this to me. The word of God says I am the head and not the tail. I'm the lender and not the borrower. So you don't hold me hostage to no job. I can be my own boss if I put my mind to it. Just like I learned how to do your job, I can learn how to do my own job. I can learn how to be my own boss. I can learn how to hire people in, in the word of God because the word of God teaches me how to stand. Stand firm. The word says I've given you gifts. Everything we need is in the body of Christ. Everything we need. Everything we need. Anybody need food? In the body of Christ, we can provide it. Anybody need housing? Some of us have real estate. Anybody need a job? Sister Weaver just got up here and said, we're hiring. In the body. In the body. Anybody need peace? There's some of us in here that know what it's like to have our peace stolen. And we can come to you and tell you what God did for us to restore that peace. Anybody need joy? It's in the word of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can stand in dark times. I can look at the enemy and say, get behind me, Satan. Power comes from God. Power.
power comes from the word of God. Wicked forces in high places. High places. Wonder why the government is acting the way it's acting? Wicked forces in high places. We have power. When we become unionized in the spirit, when we come together and make a stand, you see what the young lady's life did? Breonna Taylor? She ain't here, but a lot of us are benefiting from her death. You don't realize it, but you are. Did you hold a sign up? Did you carry any bottle of water to the protesters? Did you feed anybody? Or did you just sit back and complain, talk about them? Talk about what they should be doing and what they ain't doing. That's the devil's work. That's what he does when he attacks us. He looks at us and say, look at them. They worthless. They can't do nothing. They're always needing something, always wanting something, always complaining about what they don't have instead of being thankful by saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you for providing just this little bit. The word says, give us this day our daily bread. How do we thank God for just this day's daily bread? Do we praise him for the little bit? Or are we waiting for a whole bunch? Warfare. Spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Look at this. Praying always, verse 18, in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Are you watching my back? You see things happening in my life? Know that I need help? Are you praying for me? Are you making the sacrifice? To help me, somebody. The best you can do for anybody is to pray for them. That's the best you can do. And when you pray for someone, you don't pray selfishly. You don't pray what your will is for their life. You pray what God's will is for their life. You don't say, oh God, make them change. Make them talk right. Make them walk right. Even though you do want people to talk right, but the talk should be the word of God. You can talk right and it not be the word of God. In this lesson, I learned that there are ministers and teachers, but they don't teach Jesus. They teach themselves. And they don't teach the truth. They teach things that are attractive to people. To get you caught in the web. They try to tell you it's okay. Nobody's perfect. Devil is a lie. Jesus is perfect. He's without sin. And Jesus is somebody. He's the son in the Godhead. God is not a man that he can lie. 
He's perfect. The Holy Spirit that lives on the inside of us, the one that leads and guides us to enter our truth, the one that convicts us when we get out of hand. Perfect. Knows all things. You can't lie to him. That's why I said, who am I? If you think that you can stand before a holy God and pretend to be something that you're not, that means that God is not your father. The world is. Because the world tries to make you seem like you're something more than you are. The world tries to tell you that you can do all things in the world. Not through Christ. But those of us, those believers of us, and I believe everyone in here is a believer. We know that we can't do nothing without him. Absolutely nothing. And in order to fight him, we got to fight him with the word of God. Jesus was tempted. In Matthews 4, 1 and 11, 1 through 11, Jesus was tempted by the devil. He just got baptized. So what am I saying to new believers? The minute you give your life to Christ, look out. You're going to be under attack. And God's not, got, it's not holding any back, things back. He's telling you the truth. He's telling you that. It's a spiritual warfare. He, there's an enemy of God that comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Destroy your life. Destroy your family. Destroy your job. Destroy your peace. Take all your joy out of you. He wants to destroy you. Why? Because God loves you. And God wants us to be his mouthpiece on earth to encourage one another to do the things of God. We all. That's why when the preacher gets, they don't get up feeling like they above nobody. We sinners too. We saved by grace too. We have to get down and pray too. We have to ask God to forgive us too. We don't just stand up here because we're holy, even though it is a conviction. You can't play with God. You can't pretend to be godly today and not godly tomorrow. You have, if you're going to walk this walk, you got to walk it. And you got to know that when you fall, you got to stop and ask God to forgive you. Confessing your sins before men. And what I mean by that, I've just confessed. I've sinned too. So nobody can point fingers and say, I remember when. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. Pray. Pray. Give us strength. Give them strength. And you thank God for forgiving you. But then if you read in Matthews, after the Our Father prayer, part that we don't read, it says that if you don't forgive men, they're out against you. Guess what? He won't forgive you. We don't say that part. But we need to. Because that's going to help a whole lot of us set a whole lot of people free. Because right now, a whole lot of Christians are holding other Christians in bondage to something that they've done or said. Instead of doing like Jesus did on the cross, 
Forgive them for know not what they do. Forgive And seriously forgive them so that you can be forgiven. That's the word of God. That's what the honor is. You got to know what to do and when to do it. If somebody has offended you, go to them and talk to them. And if you can't talk to them, go get somebody else to go with you. It's what we say and how we say it that brings about the, the fight. How we look at folks and roll our heads and buck our eyes. And yet we want peace. Ain't gonna get no peace like that. The devil knows it. The devil knows it. But when you walk in the light as he is, you step back as though you're seeing a supernova and you say, uh-uh, that ain't them. That's not her. No, that ain't her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Sometimes you say you're sorry even though you're not the one that caused it. But because you want to bring peace. That's the word of God. That's what the armor is. You don't always have to be the one that started the fight. But if you're a child of God, you're supposed to be a peacemaker. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And all. The word of God tells you to stand. Then you ask yourself, why would God tell me to put on all this armor like a soldier? Got all this armor on. Don't been taught how to use it. And then stand. Why would he do that? I'm ready to fight. You ready to fight, Pastor? I'm ready to fight. Show me how. It's ten of them and one of me. And you telling me to stand? Getting closer. I got the I got the armor. They got rocks. But it's three of them and one of me. And you telling me to stand? That don't make sense. Not in the world, it don't make sense. If I'm going to fight, I'm going to fight. And it's going to be dirty. I told y'all that. Somebody's going down. And I ain't going to let you get too close. Especially if I've been trained how to use my armor. You ain't getting close. You're not going to get within hand reach. Uh -uh. But God tells us to put on the whole armor of God. And then Henry, he tells us to stand. Jesus. You know why he tells us to stand? Does anybody know? I'm going to tell you. The battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. It's not yours. But you don't know that if you don't trust him. You'll keep on trying to fight. Every time something comes away, you pull that gun out. Hold it up again. Wait for another one. Pow, pow. But that's not what God tells us to do. 
If you look over in Jude 1 and 9, the archangel Michael came to pick up Moses' body. And as he was coming to get Moses' body, Satan was there. Satan thought that he was supposed to have Moses' body. Ain't that something? Just like he thinks he's supposed to have us. He thinks he's supposed to have us, Frida. But we don't belong to him. He's the father of lies. He's a deceiver. Okay? And this is what amazes me after all that, and I'm about to end. He says, the angel from heaven, the Lord rebukes you, Satan. Wow. Wow. He didn't say, I rebuke you. He said, the Lord rebukes you, Satan. He didn't fight, try to fight with Satan, try to throw words back and try to act out tongue. He said, the Lord rebukes you. After you've know, done everything you know to do to fight your battles in the word of God, you need to stand. You might lose your job, but you stand. You might fall, but don't worry. He's going to pick you up, and you're going to stand, and you're going to stand strong. You might get sickness in your body. I had cancer. They told me, said, oh, yeah, you're going to take this medicine for the rest of your life. If it had been five years earlier, you would have died. Devil is a lie. Devil is a lie. Ten years. I took medicine for ten years. Ten years. We moved moved back to Louisville, Kentucky. Went to the doctor once. Never seen a man a day in my life. He said, uh, Miss Couch, that's my name. That's who I am. You can stop taking that medicine. You've been cancer-free for a long time. And when I tell you I was faithfully taking it, I was faithfully taking it. And medicine was for one pill was $1,500 a pill. I had to take four every day. You know what? I didn't have to go back to work because I stood on the word of God. My husband didn't have to work a second job because we stood on the word of God. Stood on the word of God. I told God these words. I said, you didn't create me to live on pills and patches. To be stuck here, stuck there. You didn't create me like this. You created me in your own image. You created me with power over every works of the devil. I can speak to a mountain and it will be removed. I can speak good things into existence and I can also speak negative things into existence. But I choose life, not death. We're standing strong in the word of God. We're putting on the armor because that's our protection. It's not a weapon that we go up against people and try to show how Wordly, how, how much word we have in us. No, you don't do that. You don't do that because you'll meet your match. But we put it on so that we can teach us by how we act in the world. When we go into our places, into the grocery store, we don't just stand in the line mumbling and complaining because they're moving slow. Well, we strike up a conversation like I did. I said, okay, y'all, my name is Janice. Uh-huh. What's your name? Since we got to stand here together, let's talk about some things. How you feel today? 
know what? Make it better than that. I'm going to pay for your groceries. See what I'm saying? That's the God in us. He gives us the ability to do things that people would think that is crazy. People think it's crazy to love unlovable people. People think that it's crazy to help someone that's kicked you down. They think it's crazy, Bishop. They think it's crazy to help those that don't help you. They think it's crazy to be in company with selfish people. But it's not crazy. It's a part of the plan. Your light is supposed to overcome power, the darkness that is around you. If we with the darkness, how will take over? If we only just put ourselves in our own little corners and socialize with our own little, what we think is like us, we'll never be a word or voice for God. The world is dark out there. The lights are going out. Children are dying every day. Every single day. Great on gun control. We know why we can't agree? Because then there would be a stronghold. The guns that they take will get in the hands of the wrong people. And then they'll use it against us. And even us as Christians will become like the Christians back in uh, James's day. We'll start running and hiding because then they'll begin to persecute us. So we need weapons. But we need to know how to use them. We need to know when to use them. We need to know not to use them on. Black folks don't go shoot up white folks. White folks don't go shoot up black folks. You just don't do it. I'm getting ready to end. But since I'm up here, I might as well. It's like sitting at the on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, I got to go up against the giant. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, it's two of them. I got a message. And in the message, I was told, and my father's going to be with me. You know what I said? My father's going to be with me too. But I'm going to stand strong on the truth. You're not going to walk over me. Take advantage of me. Everything belongs to me belongs to me. Everything belongs to you. We are stupid. Everything belongs to God. We are stewards, and we must be stewards over what God has in charge of. So the enemy of God, which is Satan, tried to trick me, tried to take from me in the moment of my weakness. I thought about it. I prayed about it. I thought about it. 
prayed about it. I thought about asking certain people to go with me. But I'd already said it. My father's going with me. Let me see you stand up against him. You might not see the results on Wednesday. Even six years. But believe me, eyes. Victory is mine. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Not ever. No weapon. You will not mess with a child of God and get away with it. You won't do it. I'm not afraid. I'm standing strong. I'm going to stand strong with my armor on. I'm not going in to argue. I'm not going in to fuss. But I'm going to speak the truth. And then let God do what only God can do. I hope and pray that I've done the word of God no harm. I expected to say a lot more. But once the spirit leaves, that's it. I can't push it no more. I pray that Understanding came from my words. And I pray that you receive it in your heart. Things begin to happen in your life that you don't just quickly act. That you stop and think about it. Look at the bigger picture. It's trying to destroy you. The world is using their power over you. And it's because of who you are and whose you are. Thank you, Lord.